Hi, welcome to the Well.com podcast. I'm Bo Wigington, and today I'm sitting down with one of our new hosts. You might know him as the one Zim on Instagram, and we are chatting about working with Blue Demon, Weld Devils, Jugs Welding Caps, as well as going over a quick overview of welding copper and bronze, something that most people won't touch in their whole career, as well as dusting off the cobwebs after taking a few years off during the pandemic. How are you today? I am excellent. How are you, sir? I'm super. For anyone that doesn't know you, can you tell the audience a little bit more about yourself? Uh, well, I'm, I'm the one Zim on Instagram. I love to weld and I love to party. I just don't like to recover from it. <laughs> I mean, welding is pretty much a party every time. You know, you show up there with your best friends and you spend hours together. Yeah, yeah. Me and my my uh, my CK two thirty and uh, my Miller four hundred pipe works. Yeah, we're good friends, very good friends, and we get a lot of stuff done. <laughs> so the industry you're working in right now, it's a little classified. But what type of processes are your main go to these days? Well, at the job, uh, we do mostly TIG uh, on DC and flux core. We do have a sub arc, but we don't really use that very often. It's a really cold day in hell before we pull out the sub arc. If we have to do it, we have to do it, but we don't want to. <laughs> the reason I said that your work is classified is you do a lot of government contract work. What is that like? It must be pretty intense. Like, is there like a level of scrutiny into your background when you go to do these projects? Or is it just kind of like, hey, here's the rules. Don't break them or you're out. Yeah, no, the, the stuff that, that we work on, it's not necessarily, uh, you know, you have to have a background check or anything to, to work on it. That would be kind of silly. But they do make sure that you know how to do what you're doing in the sense that they have people come in and kind of check on you. They, they test you to see, you know, what's going on. Not only do they give you the tests before you work on the jobs and stuff, but they also sometimes randomly come in and ask you, do you know how to do what you're doing? So you have to go find the, the procedure book and show them the procedure book and all that stuff. Every once in a while, you get somebody come in, looks all fancy and wants to ask you stuff. It's like, let me ask you all these things. Let me try to trip you up. Let me make sure that you know how to do what you're doing. Because obviously you're doing it right now is obviously not good enough to just show me that you can do it. <laughs> I need to know that you know why and how that you're doing it. So do you travel a lot with your job? Not at all. Dang. Not at all. No, I, I don't. I don't ever do any field work. Uh, I don't think that there's very many people that do field work with them. The people that do the field work probably work for another company. So I'm looking at the video of you right now. And for the audience back home, there is a slew of banners behind you. Can you tell us a little bit about the company you should work with? Um, well, the first and foremost, obviously, now I'm, I'm working with Weld.com. Fantastic group of guys and gals. And, and the Weld app is going to be super fun and informative for anybody that's trying to get into the trades and has to ask questions. I, I work with Blue Demon and I guess slash Weld Porn now. I've been with them for, oh man, many years now. Goodness gracious. You know, I, I don't like thinking about how old I am, you know? <laughs> no one does. <laughs> I just shaved my face to look younger the other day. I was like, I, I'm looking too old. See, I don't look old. I just feel old, man. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, uh, Blue Demon. Uh, Brian is a really good guy. I've been with the Blue Crew since the Blue Crew started. Uh, one of the original members. Love those guys. Fantastic group of nothing but talent and sarcasm. They're awesome. <laughs> I got I got two Well Devils banners back here, I believe. Yeah. This one 
And this one, this one's the uh, the old school one. Uh, I had him make that with my logo on it too. And then this, he just sent me uh, about a, three weeks ago, maybe a month. I think he's going to try to revamp that brand a little bit. And I, I like the way he's doing it, really. He's got a banner like that for like multiple countries. Instead oh, cool. of just the U.S. flag, he's got other countries' flags and stuff behind it too. So I think that that's kind of a setup to go a little bit more global, which is good. That's awesome. He's a good guy. Joe's Joe's a good dude. He makes a lot of good stickers and banners for people. A lot of logos on Instagram came from him. Nice. That's a funny part about kind of striking off into your own brand is I'm not a great artist, especially graphic artists. So trying to make a logo for myself, it always comes out lame. And finding someone that does great work is hard to do. So just a little tip. If anybody's looking for some graphic design, reach out. Yeah, no doubt. Um, Joe, uh, he's got another company called Got Slaps. That's the Instagram handle. That's his uh, his second account. So he's got Weld Devils and um, Got Slaps. And then obviously, I got my Jugs welding caps. I have all stack of her caps here. I've been working with her caps for that many years. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> he needs that many welding caps. I do. <laughs> hey, you got to stay flashy. Oh yeah. Yeah, she uh, she she does great work and uh, and is willing to take them back and alter them if need be. And um, she's she's always been a great person to know. As far as working with Weld.com, what type of content are you looking to put out? I think at this point in my career, nobody knows everything. And I, I certainly don't claim to know everything. But I know enough now where I would like to start branching out and kind of sharing some of the knowledge. A lot of people don't get to weld copper to brass in their whole career. A lot of people don't think you can. Those are the people that I want to speak to. The people who I'd never even heard of that. You know, I want to show them that. I'm one of those people. I know about silver soldering copper pipes. That's about the extent I know about welding copper. What process do you use to weld copper and brass? I know it's two different worlds, but copper, what do you do? Well, the funny thing is, is copper and brass are exactly the same. Really? Except for zinc content. See? Yeah. That's Boom. It. Yeah. Um, brass is copper with much higher zinc content. So it's really not all that different to weld copper and brass together. And I would just straight use DC TIG. And what kind of filler are you using? Silicone bronze or? That's it. Silicon bronze. See, I'm yeah. already an expert. <laughs> yeah. See, well, silicon bronze has a copper base to it. Uh, and it's got a little bit of manganese and uh, silicon. And the silicon actually keeps the zinc from being so um, angry, so to speak. You know, when you strike an arc on some brass, it's going to want to pop and sizzle. So the silicon keeps it kind of from doing that. But you got to keep your heat right. Uh, there's a lot of being able to feel out your metals and the experience goes with it. You I mean, the, the longer you do something, the better you'll get at it. And now I've been doing that for years now. And, and like, like a lot of people don't know, you can weld steel to copper. You know, And, and I mean, that's going to be one of the first videos I work on is, is welding copper to steel. I want to see that. <laughs> I like I'm very interested because I've always wanted to work with copper, but everyone's like, nope, can't weld it. And I've been led astray. You've been led astray. I've been led Have astray. You've been lying to you, Bo. I know. I need to call one of those numbers off TV. I've got several bits of, of material here for examples that I'm going to use. The hardest thing I've got over here that I want to do is brass to brass plates. Brass does not like getting welded to brass. It doesn't like the heat in general. Well, because I know, take galvanized, you start welding that, you get a lot of nasty fumes because yeah. of the zinc content. 
when yeah. you're welding copper and brass, are you dealing with the same type of nasty fumes? Not as bad of the fumes, but if you notice in a lot of my pictures on Instagram, there's uh, like a white powder all the way around the weld. It's in there. Yeah. And, and it does come out and it stinks and it'll make you sick if you breathe it and all this stuff. And I've probably grown somewhat immune to that. Yeah. But I'm not out there just like sucking in deep breaths of zinc air, you know, I'm, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm wearing, you know, I'm wearing a, a small respirator mask or something underneath my hood. Most of the time I've got a paper hood I can use if, if it just gets to be obscenely way too much. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's a thing. Keep bread and milk in your fridge at work for sure. At all times. Uh, the old heads made sure to let you know when you worked at the sheet metal union. I worked at the sheet metal union for about a year, and uh, the old heads were like, "Yeah, you gotta just keep milk and bread around, man. Suck it up." And, you know. <laughs> I took a weld test at a company out here that they mainly do aluminum, but they needed somebody to come in and weld a bunch of galvanized. So I went in and did my weld test on the galvanized, and didn't have any PAP system or anything like that. And I was like terrified because I was right out of school because I like I was like welding like. As my arms were fully stretched out, you know, <laughs> like tried, try not to breathe in. I came home and I ate like five cheese sticks and I was like, all right, this is going to combat it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess it's kind of, kind of like milk. I don't know. Some old dude in the corner was watching you do that. Laughing <laughs> yeah. He was like, man, that's going to come out like yeah. trash, but it actually came out pretty that. good. I was like, Did I, was like good? I was like, now I know I can weld fully extended and yeah. You got to do what you got to do, man. Yeah. Yeah. Safety you know, first. Dangling from the rafters by one foot upside down. Yeah. With one my, arm behind your back. Not even looking at it. <laughs> oh, man. I seen a, a guy on weld porn post the other day. A dude answered his phone and just kept on rocking the torch. Oh, yeah. I want to know what that weld looked like when he was finished. <laughs> I, I don't know. I was he, was he that good? I mean, can you have a full on conversation on the phone and still still get the job done over there? Well, there's so many things on the Internet. Like if you're just scrolling through any social media and you're, you're a welder, you're going to have like tons of different welding videos come up. And a lot of them, there's this one guy. I don't know where he's at. It's this guy who never wears a hood or anything. They just have these videos of this guy with a stick electrode just like welding stuff. And he's looking right at it and it always gets stuck. And he doesn't have welding gloves. He has socks on his hands that he keeps like trying to pull it off with. It's like you see some crazy stuff on the Internet and you're just like, you man, I wonder how much that set up. I feel like there's a lot set up. There was one viral thing going around where people were getting on the ground and they were taking a MIG gun and just spraying like a ton of material down and then taking a hammer and smashing it and having it like fly all over the shop. I'm just like, looks super cool. But man, what are people doing? Oh, I get so fired for that. (laughs) (laughs) They'd be like, I don't care how good you are. You're, You're out of here, buddy. Tell everyone where your name comes from. Uh, well, actually, my, my last name is uh, Zimmerman, so everybody just calls me Zim. So that's where that comes from. Oh, technically. <laughs> yeah, so blew your mind, right? Um, mind blown. But there's, you know, there's also the cartoon, uh, The Invader Zim, which that was kind of a fluke. I never really even thought about that before. And people were sort of like, oh, so you're like Invader Zim. Like, yeah, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here to take yeah. over. Yeah, I, I just tell people to call me Zim because, you know, working with metal, people tend to not be able to say aluminum properly. Aluminium? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know? So, but yeah, I just try not to confuse people with my name because my name is like 
Mine's Wigington, and people, good luck trying to spell it because nobody ever does. Yeah, two G's. Yeah, just two, just two, not three. When I lived in LA, I played at this club that became kind of my home base, and there was this guy there, Lonnie, and I played, and then I was talking to him afterwards, and he was just like, man, you got to change your name. No one's ever going to remember Wigington. You just got to go Bo James. And so I was Bo James and it worked great. Everyone could spell James. But you know how hard it is for people to spell Bo with the French way? Everyone's always very confused. Yeah, I can't say that for a minute. I looked at your name. And I was like, hmm? like, you? let me go. Let me go look up some namiology websites. So I don't fuck this up. What kind of tips would you give a young welder that has no idea what they want to go do after they get out of school? And, you know, the first tip is going to be take very wisely what school you go to to begin with. You have no idea how many new dudes that come in. I have to try to, like, reteach you stuff that you think you know. I'm not an instructor. I just literally sit there and keep my hood down. I do my work. But sometimes people come and ask questions, you know. Don't think you know anything at all when you start working somewhere, you know, just forget everything that you learned in some of the schools. And I'm not saying all schools are like that, but I mean, I've seen people come in and they're holding their torts all funny and like, you you got their wire rate way out here and you're trying to, it's like, what are you doing, man? Like, well, that's how they did. They taught us like that in school. Pick the schools wisely. Make sure that the people that are running the school are instructing in the class know exactly what it is they're doing because it is super hard to reteach people stuff. It is really hard to relearn things once you think you've learned something. Yeah, especially Mm. welding being a mechanical process. Like it's a lot of body mechanics that you learn and feel like it's easier to forget knowledge, harder to forget muscle memory. People get like pitching injuries because they're thrown wrong and they can't relearn how to not throw their elbow out. Same thing goes with pipe welding. Very similar. (laughs) Very similar. I mean, I took two years off from the trade when when 2020 happened. I've got four kids. My my wife is she works for an attorney. She's actually reading for the law to become an attorney. One of us had to quit our job because none of the schools were open. Yeah. So I I was like, that's cool. I'll take a year off. You know, it's fine. I'll homeschool the kids by teaching them how to hunt fish and garden. (laughs) (laughs) So I took a year off to hunt fish and garden (laughs) during 2020. And it kind of extended a little further than that. So it was about two years I was away from him. And it was probably about two years before I picked up a torch. And I I didn't figure I was going to be doing it again. But when, when my old job called me back and they were like, hey, We've got this offer and they made me an offer I couldn't refuse. And I came in the first couple of weeks, man, my arm, man, I thought I had tendonitis, bro. Yeah. You know, I thought I had bad tendonitis, still a little sore. You know, I've only been back since five months now that I've been back into the trade again. And my arm's still a little sore, dude. I mean, that, that, that muscle memory is serious. It's just weird. It's really weird how that works. I'm a tutor at the school I went to. So I go and help out with classes and I hadn't done any stick plates in quite some time. The way I got connected with well.com was doing a 3G plate contest for them. And pretty much since I did that, I hadn't done any 3G plates, you know. It's like I hadn't done any vertical plates. So I went in yesterday and brushing off the old cobwebs and it comes back to you. But man, it is very humbling. That first strike you take after taking a break from a process. It's just like, oh, no. And then you get to <laughs> you get through it and you're like, oh, OK, all right. All right. We yeah. still got this. You there know? it is. There it is. Yeah. 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 How do you stand stick welding, man? I can't stand the cleanup process afterwards. It's just atrocious. It's just as bad as flux core. I can't stand flux core, man. I, like, I have to do what I have 
have to do, you know, and I will. But Lord have mercy, that cleanup is it's terrible. Yeah. My favorite process is stick welding. Like I just love it. It's what made me fall in love with welding. But I mean, I do more TIG and MIG than anything else. You know, with the work I do, because I just do fabrication. And a lot of the times you just want to be quick and clean, especially yeah. if you're doing it on site. Slag and sparks. and. But I just love the challenge of stick welding. It just is a very zen moment. You know, it's like just the body mechanics of feeding in. And I love it. I, I don't know. I hate the cleanup That's process. Cool. <laughs> That's real cool. It's cool that you've got a passion for it like that. You know, I, just I love- wouldn't have looked at it that way. You know, I mean, I, I just hate having to clean up afterwards, you know. Yeah, the cleanup. And I mean, it's got like tons of fumes. You get covered in sparks like you burn up all your clothes. You know, a lot of of bad that comes with stick welding. I just like you can go anywhere and do it. You don't need anything with it. It's like if you got a power source, raining, snowing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter. You could be out there doing it all day and not need any gas. You're not going to run out of gas. Yeah, no, that's that's handy. (laughs) Yeah. Cause I love getting to the end of a weld and then all of a sudden you get a bunch of porosity and you're just like, what's going on? And then you realize you ran out of gas and then you got to go make a trip and then you got to come back. It's try to get, just get somebody else to do it. Yeah, so, I know. Man, Let's just hire yeah, someone go, else. <laughs> go run and grab me some, some bottle uh, of Oregon or something, man. There is a question as far as the gases you use when you're welding copper and brass, what kind of gas mixture are you using? I'm just using straight Argon. Most of the time, hundred yeah, um, percent. Every so often, you'll you'll run across like a, a job you need high purity on. Even less likely, but still happens sometimes. Helium. I've seen the helium when you use it on stainless steel. You get crazy colors out of that. Yeah, it comes out wild. Yeah, yeah, and, I, and it does the same thing with with copper and brass. Uh, you're gonna get a lot more blues and reds though, especially with the silicon bronze. It's uh, something about I think the manganese that turns them. Uh, colors with with argon and all that stuff, man. That's, that's a whole another chapter of crap to get into. <laughs> I've I've seen some. I, I had one turn completely blue on me the other day. The whole weld all the way around. I was a brass or brass piece. I think I posted that one, and it just turned solid blue all the way around. So that's that's really weird. <laughs> Were you using blue demon filler? I, I I think I actually was. Maybe maybe that's Brian's was. trying to play a joke on me. You know? <laughs> I'm going to turn all your crap blue, bud. He's like, all right, you want to be part of the blue crew, you're going to be laying down some blue weld. Yeah, it was definitely blue. Uh, And it was very blue. (laughs) I was kind of surprised. It took me by surprise. Is there anything else you would want to add to the welders out there to just give them some inspiration to get out there and get it? Just enjoy yourself, man. You know, if you if you mess up a piece, you mess up a piece. You got another one coming, man. It's, it's the way this works. You know, you, every piece that comes across your table is an, another opportunity for you to practice and and be better than you were the day before. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Weld.com podcast. I'm Bo Wigington. Make sure you head on over and download the Weld app today so you can get connected to welders all across the globe, as well as access to wonderful educational content. Until next week, we'll see you out there.